Welcome into A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Find links to the show on our Twitter feed and our Instagram story. You can follow us on both those platforms at A to Z Sports and TikTok as well for great Titans coverage. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys with Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Plus, Farm Bureau Health Plans get better. With Farm Bureau Health Plans, that means better coverage, better service, better rates. Find more about the health, uh, about a health plan for you, fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Uh, so, Zach, we did start off yesterday's show by discussing uh, this topic with what happened from Monday's practice and then how we've gotten to today where Traylon Burke's second-string gossip has created a national media dumpster fire. So let's just go chronologically, and then we'll catch you guys up to the new developments of this story. But it all began Monday at practice when Mike Herndon, Mike Miracles on Twitter, uh, who has a good following, Titans fan, doing some things for Paul Kaharski this season. That just came out. But Mike Herndon tweets, Traylon Burks is huge, does a good job using that size to his advantage. Made a spectacular looping contested catch on a ball from Malik Willis down the left sideline. Trey Avery forced him out of bounds. Couldn't get his second foot down. Meant to add Ree Burks. He is still working through some rookie learning curve. Was lined up wrong. Had to be corrected by Woodside during one team period. Had another rep where Rob Moore, the wide receiver coach, got on him for not running through the route. So that report from Mike Herndon, those two tweets, really the second one, turned into this from NBC Sports Edge, a fantasy football site, basically bashing Burks. You know, the conditioning uh, issues came back out. Then <clears throat> he lined up wrong and running the wrong routes. He's been repping with the Logan Woodside and Malik Willis units, while Robert Woods, NWI, and fellow rookie slot man Kyle Phillips have mainly been running with Ryan Tannehill's group. Burks is supposed to... Uh, be the Titans replacement for AJ Brown, but he's got a long way to go. Uh, so that's the that's what started all this, Zach. Well, here let, let's stop there. And I forgot okay. to even say this yesterday: the fact that he said Kyle Phillips has mainly been running with the with Tannehill is dead ass wrong. Yes. He just recently started to run with Tannehill. Kyle Phillips, God. I am going to like, yeah, I may blow a gasket today because this is so damn frustrating. And for anybody in the chat who follows the Tennessee Titans, who is a fan of the Tennessee Titans, you should be just as upset. I'm not necessarily even a fan, but just to see the half ass coverage from national sites, that is so wrong. That is reporting things that is not even remotely close to being right. Yeah, and so you choose says even Buck put on the Instagram yesterday that Burks wasn't a starter. Yeah, and that's the unofficial depth chart that if you follow the Titans and have any long-term knowledge of Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel puts very little weight, if not zero weight, in the first unofficial depth chart. And we talked about that yesterday. But again, it's about the nuance of this NBC Sports Edge report. It is the fact that that Burks has been repping with the Logan Woodside and Malik Willis units while Robert Woods, NWI, and fellow rookie slot man Kyle Phillips have mainly been running with Ryan Tannehill's group. And Zach, you're exactly correct because we've talked several times on this show and after practice with Sam Phelan and I about how we've been waiting for to see when Kyle Phillips graduates from Woodside and Willis to uh, the Tannehill group. And it happened like, Thursday or Friday of last week. And then there's been like three practices where Kyle Phillips has been working a lot more with Tannehill. Three Burks out of how many? Out of 10. It's been, I think. That's 30%, right? If you do I, three out of 10, I don't usually do math on air, but that is three four. out of 10. That is not a majority. I'll say it's four. It was Thursday was Still the first not a one. majority. Sure. Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday were the only days that, that Kyle Phillips got Tannehill reps. Traylon Burks has gotten a Tannehill rep all 10 days. Robert Woods got a Malik Willis rep Monday. What does that mean, uh, NBC Sports Edge? 
And so again, it's it's getting ridiculous. We talked about that report yesterday, but then it just went even worse because now yeah, I could give a damn about NBC Sports Edge that put down an article without an author being attributed to the article, right? That's Bush League. That is a Bush League fantasy football site that's out there for clicks and making money without any responsibility. But now you've got two others who have faces, who work for reputable brands, continuing to spread this misinformation about Traylon Burks. The first was Field Yates and ESPN on their fantasy football show, Fantasy Focus Live, using the graphic, Traylon Burks not practicing with the first team. Is Robert Woods undervalued? Now, Field Yates talked about Robert Woods being undervalued from a fantasy football standpoint that I think is valid. And is that's not the, but the graphic. Traylon Burks not practicing with the first team? Yes, he is. And he has been. Traylon Burks has been practicing with the first team all 10 days. He took a few reps with Woodside and Malik Willis. That is an egregious graphic. Uh, from Field Yates and Fantasy Focus Live. So Zach, I'll let you react to that one first. Well, what the graphic they they grammatically got it incorrect because you know what they should have done. Whoever their graphic guy is behind the scenes in Bristol, what this should have do- said is Traylon Burks not practicing with the first team? Question mark? Question mark would have been, hey, we don't know yet. And then they should have flipped the bottom line to Robert Woods is undervalued, period. Because that's what Field Yates was saying in the but clip. Again, even the question mark added to the Burke sentence is still inaccurate. No, it's it's questioning the report, Austin. And that's the point. It's, More yeah. people need to question the report. It's the report better. was wrong based on who reported it, how it was reported, and what a report effing is, to be honest, yeah, I, in this day and so, age. When it when it when it comes to fantasy football, this is a fantasy football problem, right? Because well, what have we done? That's where it has started. The, that's it where it started. started with the fantasy football nuance Eco, of that ecosystem. industry yes, to try right? to find. Because look, it's August tenth. This is fantasy football season, right? You're right. getting geared up to who are you drafting? I mean, it's a massive, and that's why I say American football will always dominate American sports, including sac- soccer, for the next forty-seven years. I got but, forty-five years left. Well, 45, 46, 58, doesn't matter. I'm still going to be right on that. But for fantasy football, this is the time of year. But they need to get some some better reputable. And I feel like you feel Yates has a good reputation, but this is bad. He got misinformation, and he put his name on it. That's the problem. Well, and the graphics person probably screwed over Phil Yates more than Phil Yates. Is hey, that doesn't matter. So right? then, it, but then it gets worse, Zach, because you're right. It started in fantasy football. It gained legs in fantasy football, but then it worked its way to the league's own website. And when you have Dan Hanzus putting out the preseason power rankings for the NFL, and this is what he says about the Titans, how can you have a league employee write this? The Titans use a first-round pick on wide receiver Traylon Burks, but don't pencil him in for a huge role in the offense to start the season. Burks had conditioning issues this spring, I add parenthetically. No one cares anymore. He's practiced in all 10 practices and has had zero issues with that. Then I follow up. And reports out of training camp have not been kind. The Arkansas product has made mental and physical mistakes, playing mostly with the second and third third team offenses, Burks isn't the first rookie to be swimming during his first training camp, but you get the feeling Tennessee expected an instant impact on draft day. My God, that could not be more incorrect. So Dan Hanzus, who gets a check, his pay payroll check comes from the NFL, blasted out this misinformation on the NFL's own website, Zach. This is the worst one of them all. This is irresponsible and just flat out wrong. I mean, I want to talk about who's to blame for this because it's ridiculous. Uh, there's, you know, in today's fake news society, right? You always say like, hey, you're spreading out this. I mean, you're we're redefining what the word recession is. We're telling people what, you know, this is and what that is. You can't do that. And especially now if it's gotten to NFL.com, 
It's already reached ESPN, and ESPN, you know, its reputation is already in question because of the last several years of how it's handled itself and its company, in my opinion. And it all is stemmed, right? There's a root. This, and I will compare it to something that, let's say, in 2016, 2017, ah, I don't really get that analogy. Well, today, you guys will. This is a virus. This is a titanic virus, and it started somewhere, and it spread. It spread all throughout the fantasy football world. Then it got a hold of ESPN in Bristol, and then it got a hold of NFL.com. This is a virus, and this virus is not good. This virus is a lie. It is an utter lie, and this has got to stop. This is why we're here. This is why Titans fans that listen to our show and the reputable beat writers, there are reputable beat writers that cover the Tennessee Titans every single solitary day that know that this is false. Now, there is, and this is where we're going to get into, is who is to blame for this virus? Because that's what it has been. Field Yates has never been to a, a Titans practice all, all season, right? He has not been to it. Have you seen Field Yates at Titans training camp? I have not. I have not. Uh, I don't even know if you know uh, who this guy is who even wrote this. To His, even name's ask. His name's Nick. Uh, have I you seen Nick at, I have at not. training camp? I have not seen this particular Nick at training camp. Maybe some other Nicks out there. Have you seen the person that wrote on the NFL.com's power rankings that reported this? I have not. No, Dan Hanzus has not been at Titans practice uh, for the 10 days that I have been there. That's the issue. Yeah. Is so, that we have gotten so far away for actually what matters. Because, Austin, I hear from you and Sam, and our, our chat does every single day, that Kyle Phillips at the beginning of training camp wasn't getting a lot of reps with Tannehill, right? Then that changed. He didn't get a majority over the course of training camp. That's a lie. The results are in, and that's a lie. Tra Traylon Burks, as you have stated, every single day has gotten reps with the first team, with the first team quarterback, Ryan Tannehill. That's not what was reported. Well, the, the, the results are in, and that, my friend, is a lie. With You're spewing you as in the general public media national yeah. dumpster fire is spreading lies and that and honestly ESPN is doing a disservice to their fantasy football users that are watching this that will not draft Traylon Burks based on their thought process and the false reporting by their fantasy analysts that Traylon Burks is not going to make a big impact I actually yeah. think the opposite of Traylon Burks is going to be a big part of the offense because that is who physically and athletically that they have. Now, is there going to be concern around it? Well, we're going to talk about that later in the show. Yeah, there's concern. But taking second and third team reps is a bold-faced lie. I mean, we're on Maury well, Povich. No, well, here's, and here's we don't the, know no, who the father well, is. Let's, let's try to understand and actually have like reading comprehension. Because I swear to God, the internet has zero reading comprehension. Because... Chris Frazier says A to Z said he was working with a twos team. And then Chris Frazier says again, before y'all said that was fake ever, Titans report said he was working with the second team. Let's understand and comprehend what we are saying. Do you remember the second play of the first training camp practice? We reported on the sideline of practice that Traylon Burks caught a diving bomb from Ryan Tannehill. Right? A first team rep on the second play of the entire camp. And so when you say, like, throughout camp, there are hundreds of reps, and every wide receiver needs to work with every quarterback. That's how you build depth, you build a team, because you're going to have to rely upon that at some point throughout the season, most likely. And so at some point, Robert Woods is going to work with Woodside and Malik Willis. So will Austin Hooper. And so will basically everybody not named Derrick Henry because Derrick Henry has yet to take a single team rep with any of the three quarterbacks because that's not what Derrick Henry does. But when you say this and you say Traylon Burks not practicing with the first team, that is a flat-out definite statement 
that is inaccurate. And it's Not different than what yes. Chris is saying. That there's so read it. Chris, I want you to read it at home. Read your words and then read what ESPN are saying. These are apples and these are oranges. There's yes. two fruit baskets, bud. Right. And so you and but so you have to be specific. And look, there is a root of this problem. And it is a problem that again, it's viral. You know, sometimes going viral can be good, give you 15 minutes of fame and maybe some money in your pocket. Sometimes going viral can be bad, a la the island boys. So there's there's different ways to go viral, but this is a virus that is spreading through the NFL world that is wrong. I mean, Chris, it is incorrect. Chris Frazier says the last six days he disappeared. No, he, no he's been out there. I, I've watched him. I've watched Traylon Burks go through work the last six days. The last six days he has not disappeared. That is fake news, Chris. You're, you're reading the wrong people. I don't know where you're getting that from, but he has not disappeared. Traylon Burks is still working was with Chris all three there? quarterbacks. I, I don't was know. He, does Chris, was it, he it has at practice? Been, they have had practices more open to fans than I initially thought they were going to be, but I have not seen Chris. Uh, but I've seen several of you guys. I've seen Karen. Well, no, I'm asking, point. Chris, have you been there the last six days? Uh, no idea. No idea. No, I, that's no idea. what I need to know. Right. Chris, I'm asking you straight up. And Chris, I know you watch this show, <laughs> but I need accountability. Have you been at Titans practice the last six days? Not four out of five, not three out of two. <laughs> have you been there? Have you been there the last six days to know that Traylon Burks has gone alakazam and disappeared? I don't think we should move forward until Chris answers. Now, Actually, Chris says I, Chris said that you posted A to Z posted the same day that Burks is working with the second team. Yes, he took snaps with the second team. He took snaps with the first team. That's how practices work. That is how Chris, wide receiver read, practices read. Work. Read the black text out loud. I'll, since you cannot do this on the show, I will. Traylon Bur Burks not practicing with the first team. That is different than taking a rep or multiple reps with two, the twos and threes. Plus, he's a rookie. Chris, I know you watched the damn show. We literally said this last week that... Traylon Burks, I said it because I know exactly what I say because I say what I mean and I mean what I say. I don't try to spread false rumors or lies. Is Traylon Burks is a rookie. He should be taking all of the reps. He needs all of the reps. He's not a veteran like Jeffrey Simmons or Derrick Henry. He's not. You should see how few reps Cameron Wake made in training camps the years that he was with the Titans. That, I don't know, even, not hands. only in training camp, yeah. During the season, that dude didn't practice during the week. I know that from facts, factual yep. sources. So, Chris, take a deep breath, bud, and realize that what we're talking about, it is a serious subject because if the national media is getting it wrong, they're reporting things that they don't know. So, Austin, let's get, let's play the blame game. Welcome, Chris. Come on down. You can play with us, too. We're about to play the blame game because there is blame along the, the road to all of these lies through the national media chain. And we need to figure out why this happened. So hopefully they can prevent it from happening again. Well, we've made Chris go all caps. So that knows how he's uh, responding. Well, then well don't read his Chris again. No, before we get to, to what we need to get to Chris, if you go all caps, I'm not reading it. I refuse because things that I loathe liars, cheaters, and people that go all caps to try to get their point across. I think in the history of the show, I would say in the history of the show is like five, six years. I've only read all caps, maybe 10 times, and it's got to be a really good comment. So that's not a good strategy, Chris. So take a deep breath and reset. And then let's see what you have to say. Yep. All right, let's ask this question. Who's to blame for the Traylon Burks misinformation spent spreading wild? Who is to blame for this? Uh, there's, I think there's several options. We'll run through them here in a second. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai ain't going to go in all caps. They're just not going to. They're not that type of company. 
they are going to be grammatically correct. Their price is going to be right on point. They're going to use the capital letters when you need to use capital letters, and then they're going to complete the sentence. And that sentence, I just bought a brand new Hyundai from Wilson County Hyundai, period. That is no lies were spread there. Wilson County Hyundai has your perfect make and model. Chris, if you need a new car, I guarantee Payne Bone will not say, ah, oh, well, you use all caps. We're not selling him a car. He'll be like, Chris, come on. Let's let's make your let's change your life today. Let's put you in a palisade. Let's put you in a sonata. Let's put you in an Elantra. They have your perfect make and model, Chris. Not only Chris, but everybody else in the chat. It's at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. You can also order. If you don't like gas, they've got battery power, baby. The Ionic. They can order you an Ionic today. That's WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Don't forget. The BetMGM app, you need to use it. It's almost football season, but you got Major League Baseball happening every day that you can win money with, and they have MLB one-game parlay insurance uh, up to $25. So what does that mean? It means you can have an, a Major League Baseball one-game parlay with four legs or more, and if that one-game parlay falls one leg short, you get up to 25 bucks back with BetMGM's Major League Baseball one-game parlay insurance with the BetMGM app. So, Zach, we're asking the question, who's to blame for the Traylon Burks men's information spreading wild? Who is to blame? I think there are several options here, uh, but I'm, I'm curious to see where the people are going to go to. But, Zach, what are the people saying in the chat right now? I'm just going to – to be honest, I, I know who's to blame. I'm going to say my opinion. You can go read the chat. Okay. The problem is who was covering the team. And that is what it was. Austin, I've tweeted about, you know, the Titans zero because I've had other responsibilities and within our expansion, being the leader of this company, I, I don't go to practice anymore. I have not been to a practice. I fully admit that. But our company hires people to go to practice. You and Sam have been to every single practice. I trust what you say. I ask questions about what you think. Doesn't mean that I can't form an opinion, but I truly believe that the problem here was, and look, it's not fully his part, his fully fault, but he does have a big percentage of blame. You got to go to the root. Mike, Mike Herndon was just signed on by Paul Kohorski. Mike Herndon is notoriously a fan of the Titans. He is a massive Titans fan. We have met with Mike. Mike has a big following. Paul Kohorski hired him as a columnist to take advantage of his following, to do good work, and all the other things that business entails. I have no problem with that. You can hire who you want to hire. The problem is, is that when Mike Herndon went to practice for one day, he tweeted what he saw. That's not a problem, but that's where this story started. And that's where, because he had a following, Somebody took his words out of context. That is not Mike's fault. But the, the people that are reporting on this need to follow the people that follow the team every single day. The guys like, and I will even, uh, Jim Wyatt, Paul Kowarski has been there consistently. Uh, uh, Jerron oh, Davenport, I can obviously A to Z. Teresa like, Walker, the, right? Everybody who has been there every single day. Uh, ben Arthur, John Glennon, like all the Gentry Estes, all these people who I see out there every day. And I'm not meaning to lean people out, but uh, Terry McCormick. I mean, there's more, there's a ton of people out here covering the Titans on an everyday basis, including, uh, you know, Buck Rising too, right? Of, of A to Z and 104.5 The Zone. So, so who's to blame, Zach? Are you, who are you blaming? Because the question's pretty specific. Who are you blaming here? I'm blaming the, I guess, NBC Edge that, basically catapulted the virus and i'm blaming honestly a portion of it has to go to to mike herndon because he was only there one day and by him and he clarified right so little blame goes to or less blame goes to mike herndon but mike herndon is a notorious fan he is not a beat reporter he is not consistently there so, so when you go to practice and look Mike Herndon's words carry weight. That's not yes. a bad thing. That's a positive thing for him. But he he has been a fan first. 
That's and I I always disclose this, Austin, whether the fans like this or not. I'm not a Tennessee Titans fan. I, I've covered the Tennessee Titans for almost over 13 years. I've been in and around the facility. I've grown this company. You know, Austin and I have from the ground up. Like, I am not a fan. I, I would say I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. If you want to talk about like a football fan, I root for the Bucs. I have ever since I was seven years old. I'm honest there. But I am not a fan. I don't say that I'm a fan. Mike has tweeted for the last several years that he is a fan. Now, he was vaulted into a new role. And I would say Mike did what he should have done after his words were taken out of context. He clarified, right? But he's not a beat reporter. Wait, he hadn't wait, been there what? every day. What'd you just say? What'd you just say? His words were taken out of context. So again, let me let me just let, let me go here for a second. Because look, if you want to put if you want to go blame pie and you have a hundred percent of the pie, you know, does Mike Herndon deserve a bite? Maybe. But again, that's my point. But his this, these tweets are factual. Like these two tweets about Traylon Burks are correct. That happened on Monday. Like all, all everything that happened in these two tweets happened on Monday during practice. But again, it's not Mike Hernan's fault for reporting what happened on Monday because that's what he's there to do, to report what happened in practice. But it is these people, NBC Sports Edge, NFL.com, and the ESPN person who made these graphics, it is their fault for taking this from Monday's practice and making it a widespread definite fact across 10 practices you know they say in relationships you're not supposed to use words like never and always because that puts an incorrect blanket over a situation it's sometimes it's whenever things happen it makes me you you never use never and always because of how it makes it definite these comments make it sound definite Traylon burke's not practicing with the first team, that's definitely a lie. I know that with my own two eyes. And also, uh, mostly with the second and third team, Burks isn't uh, the first rookie, but also the fact that it, I don't pencil him in for a huge role in the offense. How does Dan Hanzus know that? He's just filling words uh, in an article with misinformation. So it is not Mike Herndon's fault. He told people on Twitter what he saw at Monday's practice, which but the is clarification true. after he realized that it was taken out of context should have been, that was the first practice that I attended all training well, camp, but that's no, 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 but does it? No, no, because that is important Austin, because the not practicing with the first team would be, wouldn't happen. Right. Yeah, and because and here's, Here's my problem because somebody nailed it right here. Uh, AE on YouTube. Why didn't ESPN check with Teron Davenport who works for them? Great, great question, question, AE, because they're supposed to do that. Like Teron is fantastic and is so underutilized by ESPN. It makes me cringe. And so Teron should get anything that ESPN should do on their, on TV should be, Hey, check in with TD to see what he thinks. And then for NFL network, and NFL.com, they could reach out to anybody to ask to fact check that. But like Dan Hanzus is just going off and putting a blurb out there off of one practice. It's nonsense. And they like those two people, Dan Hanzus and the ESPN people, have all the resources at their disposal to make sure they do the correct work. It was lazy by both of them. Again, I said this earlier, I could give a damn about NBC Sports Edge. It just makes me realize that NBC Sports Edge is not an outlet that I should trust for any uh, information moving forward. But ESPN and NFL.com, they should know better. If NFL.com can't get it right, then what are we doing here? If the league's website cannot get it accurately correct, then what are we all doing here? Breeding... I, look, I think it's a fantasy football problem. But, the, look, I, but no, the I NFL. know. NFL.com, was, was, that, was that was a power rankings. They justified having the Titans at 16 a lot because of Traylon Burks is practicing incorrectly, mostly with the second team. No, like, it, look, to to like succinctly say why, like who I blame, I think 90 to 95% of the blame goes to NBC's Edge fantasy 
guys that aren't, you know, they're not football reporters. They are guys, they're analytical guys behind the screen that type about football, fantasy football. That's what they're paid to do. That's okay. That's a job, but they spun it, right? They spun Mike's words. The reason why I have blame on Mike Herndon is because it was his only day at practice. That's my problem. My problem is that he needed to clarify. Yes, he was taken out of context, but Austin, that's why you should follow the reporters that have been there each and every day. Austin, that's why I have not tweeted out about the Titans in the last, what, several weeks on, oh, no, I, after the first practice, the one thing I did tweet out was about Traylon Burks losing weight and coming in to camp in shape, right? Because that was something that I saw before and now I saw now. But, you know, and Mike does this. He tweets out paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs. That was his only practice that he went to, though. Yeah, so, but that's not his fault, Zach. That's not his but fault. to clarify, no, no, it, because, because of his following, the fantasy football guys took that. And that's I felt I felt like that's that not needed his to be fault. clarified afterwards. That's not Zach. That, Zach, that's not Mike's fault. That is the people who should do the fact checking. It's their fault. It's right, not Mike's fault. Coming for out being and him. saying that is falsely uh, that's absolutely incorrect. I thought that if that was taken so far out of context, which it was, I would have tweeted back at them very distinctly and very direct that this is a complete and utter lie. I and did not what, say that. That's what Herndon did. I, I thought that it could have been stronger, in I, my opinion. I mean, he got Field Yates to add him in a follow-up tweet about the situation. Like, I mean, so what do you like? Mike Herndon handled it exactly how he was supposed to. But you need to. But that's. But if if reporters were allotted to go to practice for the majority of practices. They don't get those things misconstrued, right? Okay, so because they have again, tweets to go back on previous practices to say that Traylon Burks has been working with the ones. So this is never even a topic. Do you see what I'm saying? Like this is the ultimate problem was obviously the fantasy football, but Phil Yates and whoever wrote Traylon Burks not practicing with the first team is an utter lie. And that would have been, you would have had tweets before if you would have been at practice, right? Austin, you have tweets that A to Z Sports has of Traylon Burks practicing with the first team, correct? Yeah. I have that to- now is, that now completely justifies that this is a lie. And, and, Do you well, see what and, I'm and, saying? And, but yeah, that's but because Ethan- we've been at practice. But Ethan Ramsey says, does A to Z include their list of credentials and contacts with all their tweets? No, like we don't say every practice. Well, we're out here for the ninth practice today. Uh, and here's what we said. So we don't, you don't say that in all, no, the, that's not how Twitter works. No, I, look, I wasn't saying that beforehand. I was saying that afterwards. Yeah, you shouldn't go in there and say, oh, this is the first practice and only practice I'm going to attend drink camp. That's not the goal. I understand that. It is, but... It is the responsibility of these national outlets or the bigger outlets like NBC, NFL, and ESPN to look and make sure that they're following the right people. Right. Correct. So it's not Mike Herndon. That have fault. been at, like, again, right. Kowarski, but the Kowarski Association probably so, influenced that. I, I, it, it shouldn't matter. It, it's the, the person that is aggregating the tweet from Mike is who's at fault here. Because they did not do their homework. They took a tweet and ran with it like it was the definite fact across 10 practices of camp. Like, no one tweet will ever summarize an entire two weeks of training camp. It can't. There's too many things that happen throughout training camp to put in one tweet. Like, Every time the offense wins, the defense loses. That doesn't mean the defense sucks. It just means that what's going to happen on that one particular play. One day the offense is better than the defense, and usually the next day the defense is better than the offense. That doesn't mean it just like it's the context of what you and the people that are aggregating this are football people who do this for a living who should understand what the context of training camp is. But and they didn't correct their mistake. No, of course not. Because they move on. Well, Field Yates tried to. Field Yates tried to clarify the extra context, and so you you, you got to at least say that. And Chris, if Frazier's you're going to source somebody, 
All right, Chris, Chris can. Well, if you're going to source something, though, here's my point. If you're going to source somebody at practice, would you rather source somebody that has been there for the entire training camp or yes. one day? Yes, but again, that's and, not Mike Herndon's fault. No, I, I, I understand. Well, again, I think it's the setup of the whole thing, but I do believe that NBC Sports should do their research and dig a little instead yes. of just wildly yes. just taking a tweet yes. or going back and looking to see if somebody had covered the team before. Correct? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that, that's why it's the fault on the national outlets who ran with this and took in it as definite fact. It, you know, it's, it's, it should have been so avoidable. It's ridiculous. Here's the other, like, slight. If Traylon Burks has come, goes into shape minicamp and he doesn't have to kind of earn back trust, I don't think he has a big of a target on his head. No doubt. No doubt. And I also will add, I said that yesterday. I also add on to this. If Mike Vrabel and the Titans after Traylon Burke's first day of rookie minicamp said that he had an asthma attack, it wouldn't be this way either. Wait, say because I think if, if after Traylon Burks had his asthma episode on the first day of rookie minicamp, if the Titans Mike Vrabel and whoever else said, yeah, Traylon had an asthma episode today. We'll make sure we get that under control to, to get better. Then everybody would be way more understanding that, okay, that it's maybe it's not a conditioning thing, that it's not that big of a deal. It was yeah. an asthma attack. More understanding. Happened. I would say more understanding, not completely understanding, because you're still going to have people saying, why'd you draft a guy with asthma, right? Well, I mean, but, you're and then always going to point to Troy Polamalu, who's a Hall of Famer who had asthma. You point to all the other players in the NFL who have gone through the career with asthma, and then it's no big deal. Or understanding. Yeah, that's Again, what I said. So he goes, yeah, like, yeah, I don't disagree of being forthright and forthcoming, but that's not how the Titans handle. That's yeah. not Mike Vrabel. That's not the school of Belichick. Like, oh, I don't know how again. we can. It's the Austin. It's the punt return. It's the same damn thing. You're, you're going to tell me that Mike Vrabel's telling me that Traylon Burks is going to punt return? To hell he is. He's not. <laughs> He's not my, going to. My, my point is, if protecting the player is the main objective, then you have to do whatever protects the player on a situational basis. And protecting Traylon Burks would have been easier if you were transparent that the guy has asthma after he had an asthma attack on the practice field where everybody saw it. Well, and then here's oh, look. I haven't read Chris's comments, and he's he's calmed down because he now is not tweeting in all caps. But it all also stems back to AJ Brown because Burks. You know, Chris says Burks can't replace AJ. That's what Titans fans in the league are trying to find out, right? That's the pressure on Burks. So you have asthma attack or not in shape. I think it was a combination of both, Austin. So you can't. This is kind of where I'm at. You can't say all asthma attack because his ass wasn't in shape. Fair. Yes, what, I mean, yeah, I, I said that already, but yes. Right, but th th there's two things, right? So if, you, if you're yes. not in shape, you if you don't complete practice, doesn't really matter. So you have that. You've got the Titans handling that situation, right? Mm -hmm. It's a first round pick. You have him replacing AJ Brown. You have AJ Brown's tweets now. Once the trade happens, and you know Debo gets his deal and DK gets his deal. Burks comes back, and then now this fiasco 10 days after practice where they're saying that Kyle Phillips is running the majority of his reps with Tannehill, and that's a lie. And Burks, as Yates on the screen, sits there and, and doesn't make any sense by saying Burks not practicing with the first team. That's a lie. And now it's snowballed, I think, because of the A.J. Brown trade. <laughs> like, where if you want to root it all the way back to the timeline, it all goes back to that. And I know you hate talking about it, but too damn bad because that is the pressure and and how much you know the pressurized of what you know the Titans wide receiver room is because of all that going down and not playing football, not playing you know games that mean something because we're a month away. All right, so that leads us into our next conversation, and that's about the Titans wide receiver group as a whole. What is your concern level? in the Titans wide receiver group as a whole one through 10 one meeting, you have zero concerns 10 meaning you are 
on the brink of flipping out that you are so worried about the Titans wide receivers. So what is your level of concern in the Titans wide receiver group as a whole one through 10? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. I don't even want to retract my my answer, but maybe I'm saying who's to blame? It's the A.J. Brown trade. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, I will talk about uh, Farm Bureau Health Plans. Wow, that was... I went down that that road. That was a that was a crazy five months right there that I just went down. Uh, crazy five months that I've been helped by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, that's been the case. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Two hundred plus locations across the state of Tennessee. FBHP.com slash A to Z. That's FBHP.com slash A T O Z. Farm Bureau Health Plans can save you money and give you better coverage. It's a quick. 25 to 30 minute health assessment. Everybody's got to go through it. And once you have your health assessment and you answer openly and honestly, they're going to give you an open and honest quote. My quote was 20% less than my previous plan. No brainer. I had to switch. And once I did switch, I'm glad that I did. You can switch too by visiting fbhp.com slash A to Z or give them a call and talk to a real person and get started today. Also, the, with the BetMGM app, you can use their feature with MLB One Game Parlay Insurance. If you use a Major League Baseball One Game Parlay and it's four legs or more, you can get up to 25 bucks back if your parlay comes just one leg short with Major League Baseball One uh, Game Parlay Insurance with BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only. All promotions, subject to qualifications, eligible requirements. Rewards issued with knowledgeable free bets. Credit free bets for seven days. For problem game and support, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. Zach, now we are discussing something we talk, touched on yesterday, right? Which was concern about the Titans wide receiver group as a whole. One through ten. Ten being you are flipping out, freaking out, concerned, and you can't sleep at night. One is you're no big deal. They're all pro bowlers, right? So one through 10, where is the chat saying they're concerned? What's their concern level here? Well, let's start with a zero from Gator. Yeah. But Gator Hater has been extreme the last couple of days. So actually, I'm kind of taking that with a grain of salt. Yesterday, I, I remember your comment didn't really make much sense, Gator Hater. So it, reassess there. Maybe a two from Derek. Bama Brad says, Five. Jabu says six. Cody says three. Lou Man, 3.89. Matt says eight. Eric says three. Aaron says one. These guys are about to ball out. So some confidence coming in from Gosh. Aaron George. Caleb says three. Trevor says four. Steven says 2.28. Seven from Xavier. Rooney says eight. 6.2 from Jason Martinez. They've never worked together, which is true. Uh, Dadson says three or four. Chris says four, 6.5 from Jamie. Arthur says six. Marquis says five. Dotson going six, four from Billy. Steven says three. AE says one, three from uh, Xavier's already voted. Apollo says 3.75. Michael goes seven. Deborah goes six. Jason goes six. Eric so six. So, and more numbers are piling in. We got a lot of uh, comments. My assessment of the chat, be it probably, you know, Titan bias. I mean, it's just the Titans fans. I, I, they're probably just under five. That would be my assessment of what the chat is. Under what five, are you? which is interesting. So, yeah, yeah. well, I, I, that that's probably where I would, if you if you told me to guess beforehand, that's probably where I would peg it. It's right so around the I, fours. I am at five and a half right now. Right now. And again, I've been in all the practices, so I've seen all the reps. So I'll kind of go through a timeline. You of have. How I that am. is true. You have. I have seen all of them. Um, so why I'm at five and a half is because, let's just say, after Traylon Burks was out of shape and not able to get work done throughout the OTAs and minicamp portion, I was probably at, at eight and a half. And the only reason I wasn't at a nine is because Robert Woods was ahead of his recovery. So that brought me down to an eight and a half. But then throughout training camp, I have worked down to a five and a half because I, I really like what Traylon Burke's attributes bring. He's practiced every day. He's made not once has Traylon Burks had to leave practice. And I'll say this quietly in hopes to not jinx something, but not once has a single receiver left practice early through 10 days. 
I mean, there were Julio Jones missed 21 consecutive days of camp last year. <laughs> 21 consecutive days. That was just so, camp. He that was camp. multiple yeah. weeks. Just yeah, camp, right. Just camp. That was no, his no. first 21 day stint. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because he missed another 21 in the season. Yeah, because he went on IR for four weeks. I know. For so, three weeks, three times seven, 21. <laughs> right. So in this going from eight and a half to five and a half, I like Burke's skill set and the fact that he's been able to make it through everything is a very big positive. Kyle Phillips has truly emerged, and I'm just super excited to see what he can do uh, in a game-like situation. Robert Woods has no concern for me. He is caught up mentally. He is caught up physically. He's out there, no knee brace, no nothing, just rolling with all the confidence in the world. So now I'm, I'm still working down. And then NWI has been Mr. Consistent. He's made plays. Sure, he's not the highest ceiling type of guy, but he's been Mr. Consistent through here. And then to continue to work down under six to five and a half, I've seen some really impressive things from Racy McMath. And it wasn't just a one practice thing that Racy is continuously making plays down the field. And if you look at, you know, Woods, Burks, NWI, and Phillips, you're like, all those guys, you know, different body sizes and all that, but there's not a pure deep threat. Like, sure, Burks is a jump ball receiver, but he's not a deep threat. Racing McMath has emerged as the Titans' deep threat. And so I think when you're going at wide receiver, the reason why I'm above a five, so I'm still over the fence on the concern level, is, is because there's a lot of unproven people there. Like, Burks, Phillips, and, and Racy are all unproven completely. Uh, and then uh, Robert Woods, who is very proven, but now with a new team, has to kind of reprove himself. So that's why I'm still over the fence at a five and a half, but it's worked down from an eight and a half going into training camp. All right. So I'm going to ask you this before I tell you mine that you, you did very uh, inside baseball, inside Titans work right there. I don't think, you know, you said your opinions, you didn't, you know, it was factual. Now take a step back, Austin. So don't think about practice. Think about competition and success rate and season, right? Can these wide receivers offensively keep up with the offenses that you're going to face this season, which include Buffalo, Indy, uh, Raiders, Kansas City, Denver, you know, the Packers, the Chargers, the Cowboys. So now does your concern level change because of the competition and what needs to happen and the other wide receiver competition that you're going to be facing because you got to score points. Now, Derrick Henry and the yeah. tight ends are a part of that, right? Well, and this is just about the wide receiver group, right? Because if I, 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 that's I, if, I if I included tight ends with this, then I'd be under that five fence. You see what I'm saying? You, but after what I've said, and you've taken a step back and not getting so detailed, of the wide receiver core that the Titans are going to war with and facing off against the offenses that they're facing, those that I just named, does your concern level change? I mean, no, because I also understand the role that these wide receivers play within the offensive philosophy. And I also understand that they won 12 games last year with subpar play throughout the wide receiver group. Now, again, A.J. Brown had his moments. A.J. Brown had five games last year where he went over 50 yards. So they were able to win games without superb play at the position. But the threat of A.J. Brown being on the field is legitimate, and I'm not trying to ignore that. But the production wasn't there, and they figured it out. And that's with Derrick Henry losing and being out for nine games. And so I think I don't feel super concerned. Again, I'm at five and a half, so I'm still concerned. Like, if you're under five, then maybe you're really, you could be considered not that concerned. But I'm still over five. There's still a concern that I want to see it work on the field in a game. But I I, I like what I've seen. I, I so really have at, like what I've seen. I'm right now at a hard seven. Okay. And my seven goes to, they've never played together. Right. Ryan Tannehill has all the pressure in the world. Traylon Burks has all the pressure in the world because of the A.J. Brown trade. They're rookies, 
right? And you always get that rookie looks better than he truly is in camp. It always happens. We haven't seen him play yet, right? We may change if Burks comes out and catches six touchdown passes in the preseason, you know, you're going to think differently. But I'm at a seven right now because I also think the pressure on these wide receivers to perform and to make big plays. And then Austin, one thing and one, two words, one guy that has not been mentioned that I thought you were going to mention is Todd Downing. Todd Downing is still there, you know, and you were very critical, as I think a lot of people were, of Todd Downing last year. Now, you may think that his wide receivers have improved from the production of last year, but I'm at a seven because this offense is going into a season of a lot of unknowns and high competition where they face all of those teams that I said, right? Raiders, Colts twice, Bills, Chiefs. Packers, Broncos, Cowboys, Chargers. I mean, that that right there is, what, seven games? Seven win- losable games, let's just say. They are also winnable. I'm just at a seven because of all of the unknowns going into this season. Uh, and they can prove me wrong. I'm open-minded to change from a seven to a four. But right now, I just... I don't know how well, much this offense can keep up with well, these wide exactly receivers that have not played together. I get what you're saying there, but we're not asking about the passing game as a whole. Like we're asking about the wide receivers, which, you know, Todd Downing and Tim Kelly. And I, I like, I've got my opinions. I'm actually very interested to see what they do Thursday night in a preseason game. If they look, they've been throwing the ball downfield. Like they've been airing it out. Like it's not been a lot of quick, short passes. They've been pushing it whenever they haven't been in red zone work. And they've done a ton of red zone periods where obviously there's a ceiling on the depth of the, of the route tree, but they, whenever they're not, they're throwing bombs. I'm talking like 40 plus air yards consistently. And so I do have higher expectations for this passing offense when it comes to a play calling and philosophy uh, from Todd Downing and with some Tim Kelly influence. And I don't, I don't again, nobody knows. And Karen's been there. Hey, Karen's been at more practices than Mike Herndon. Karen, she, she knows on top. They, they are. And Chris, uh, Karen knows that they're airing it out. So uh, I, I don't know. Are they going to do that and show it in the preseason game? Uh, probably not, but. Well, their personnel. So that's a good thing, right? So if your personnel changes, and your philosophy changes, it should kind of change with your personnel. If you don't have Devontae Adams, you, your philosophy changes, right? Because you don't have that bucket, as you say, or as we all say, that you can just go, you know, get a catch and, and get a first down. I think the adaptation in the third quarter when you're down 14 and you have to rely on your passing game, you can't just run Derrick Henry. How are how are your wide receivers going to step up in that facet? And I I just don't know, uh, right? There's just so much unknowns. Last year, I feel like the confidence, I think we would be at twos and threes because of our thought of, well, we've seen Julio before. A.J. Brown just had you know a, a great last couple of years. Derrick Henry is coming into his own. Like Last year's offense was going into week one was like, whoa, this thing. Now, week one was awful for them, but it wasn't indicative of, of the whole season because they ended the season as the number one seed in the AFC. But I don't know. This is, uh, I mean, the, the Titans are going to be exciting because of the unknowns. Like Bills, Raiders, back-to-back weeks, week two and three, get your popcorn ready, people. Yeah. yeah. Because these young guys, these rookies, Burks and Phillips and Chig, offensively are going to have to step their game up. No doubt. No doubt. So look, I, look I think last, last comment, okay. Jamie, the D the equalizer is the defense. I don't disagree with that. I think that the defense can put the Titans offense in very advantageous spots. And that when you're helping your offense defensively, that can go a long way. Yeah. 
A to Z Sports here live on this Wednesday. We've talked almost an hour of Traylon Burks, Titans, wide receivers, a lot of com- conversation, a lot of comments from you guys as well and interaction. But let's go ahead and throw some shade. I'm sure Chris Frazier will be the uh, victim of some shade thrown his way uh, today. But let's throw shade here live on the show to wrap up this Wednesday. But first, let me tell everybody about the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, just go to the Bone & Joint Institute. Just type in boneandjointtn.org, click make an appointment, tell them what your injury is, and it automatically sorts the doctors who are experts in that specific injury, and they will take care of you with a schedule, get you in and out there, and get you on the path to being healthy. They truly have a state-of-the-art facility in Franklin, also clinics in Brentwood, Thompson Station, and in Nolensville, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. Download the app today right there on your screen. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports. BetMGM's Major League Baseball one game parlay insurance. It's back, baby. Get up to $25 back if your MLB one game parlay of four legs or more falls one leg short. So you got four legs in a parlay. You hit one, you hit two, you hit three, and then, oh no, that last leg, it falls short. You bet $25, you get $25 in a free bet. That is BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, let's get to it. It is that time. All right, Shade on a Wednesday. Zach, you mentioned you're throwing shade at uh, at Beverly. You want to you have your shade be the walk-off? It sounds intense. I will walk off. All right, sounds good. Uh, Xavier says, throwing shade at ESPN for false information and no repercussions. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> Caleb says, this whole show has been shade uh, at, on the national media. Jabu says, shade on ESPN for not taking the Big Ten media contract. I hate watching college football games on Fox. I love college football games on Fox when you got the boy Gus Johnson on there calling the plays. So, or you know, who knows? But um, let's see, more shade. Oh, man, Naderate says, shade on the person that tried to break into our property last night but ended up being too dumb to open the gate. Instead of breaking in, they just broke the front gate. Maybe shade and good news? <laughs> uh, Zach, do you see more shade from the chat there? I'll let you keep going with it, or unless uh, you have shade. Yeah, uh, Eric says shade on people that don't follow A to Z. I appreciate that uh, for sure. So I, I kind of have two shades. One of them is a follow-up shade that I have photo evidence that I think uh, makes that initial shade land a little stronger. So I'll go with my follow-up shade first uh, just for this. I've thrown shade before at, at the delivery people who place the, the items so close to the door where you can't open the door before to get out. Well, look at how ridiculous this is. This is a breakfast order that we got to our front door the other day. That glass door opens out. That is a cup of coffee that cannot be knocked over. <laughs> and so there were two options here. It was me. Oh, that going can be, the, can be knocked over. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, it can't, yes, yeah, it can be easily knocked over. There are two options here. Me going out the back door, jumping over the fence to come around. Or the option that we actually went with was my wife going like super in, uh, impressively cracking the door open, sliding her arm around, to gently nudge the coffee cup further and further away from the door to create more space to then grab the coffee cup and the food and get it inside. So, but just ridiculous that somebody would put food there to a door that opens to the outside. No screen door opens on the inside to the inside. No, zero. It never, never, ever zero. It's so, it's so ridiculous. It's so in the history of front glass screen doors i have never once on my 35 years on earth seen it open to the inside oh it's so crazy that so that that was my follow-up shade to that but again i just thought i i just thought that was the most insane thing like who does that but my actual shade are to all of the spam emails that i get because a to z sports.com is a killer website we are getting tons of hits on our website. We keep expanding, but it happens probably five times a day. Uh, an email like this subject connecting with A to Z sports. 
Hi, Austin. It looks like my last couple of emails have missed you. And then it just goes into their BS sales pitch. I don't, I don't want these. The reason why the last couple of emails have missed you is because I am not interested. And I also don't have the time to respond to five emails a day saying that, no, I'm not interested in your product. Thank you for reaching out. I don't want to do that. Maybe I should get an assistant that can just simply do that. But if I don't respond to your first three emails, take a hit. I'm not going to respond to the fourth. That's my yeah, real shot. Yeah, well, they're they're like bots, or well, they're real. Maybe they're real people. Maybe it's just, maybe it, no, maybe. they're real people. It, it it's just I, maybe they're just I, sending I, out you know lists and generic like canned emails that are not personalized. If they would have called me on the phone, I'd make sure that they never email me again. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Orlando says f your product. I'm not saying f your product. I'm just saying that we uh. We like who we're partnering with right now. Hey, Karen. Karen says she'll be my assistant. Karen, maybe, uh, maybe we'll think about that down the road. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I've, I mean, when when I get calls that are spam, it just depends on the mood that I'm in. Like, I'll answer them just to tell an mf'er to jump off a bridge and never to call me again. Take me off the effing list, and then they're like, huh, you know. So I, uh, it, yeah. it's just kind of an intensity thing, but it's hard to do that over email, right? I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, but it takes longer to type out an email than it does take me off the list. Boom, done. Right? That's the easiest thing you could possibly do. Uh, well, you, you know, the, the response of not interested. The problem if you say not interested, they're going to say, "Well, why? You know, what can yeah, we do?" To I, make I don't want to create a back and forth. I don't want to do that. I just want you to stop and take the hint that I'm not going to respond to your third or fourth email. All right, so my uh, my shade is, I, you know, I said earlier, I'm not a Titans fan. I, I'm actually a Buccaneers fan because I've lived in Nashville my whole life. And before the Titans, before NFL, yes, uh, you know, I went to a Bucs game and I've, I've watched every Bucs game, honestly, probably since. So I am, I follow Buccaneers stuff. I mean, I, this is just what I do. It's just a part of my life. And the funny thing is, is this group, I guess it's a grouper page. Uh, I think it's the group. So, you know, how people put up their, um, I don't know, different things that they make or, the, you know, swag that they're selling. Mm -hmm. Well, this particular person put up on Facebook a blanket that it looks hand-woven. And, like, look, there's some good knitting in there, but there's some problems in there. And Beverly, love it. Beverly, love it. She loves it. Well, here's the problem. You know, they misspelled Tampa, you know, on the blanket. It's, oh, uh, no. It says Tamba. That's Tamba Bay. That's a B, folks. Mm. That's not a P. And then on top of, I don't know what kind of skull that is. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> That, that is a that is a white pumpkin jack-o'-lantern face. Exactly. So Beverly, don't love it. It's not lovable. They've misspelled Tampa. And that thing. And so what I'm calling for is I think the Bucks need to change their logo. <laughs> <laughs> I think this should be on the helmet. I think Tom Brady should wear this and they should they should put this in the middle of the field. So and so does Beverly. Beverly agrees with me that this should be the new Bucks logo. So uh, that is my shade. Uh, that is the new Tamba. That is the Tamba Bay Buccaneers. That's I pretty saw funny. That and I was like, Tamba Bay? Tamba? I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I think it's, I mean, it's funny. Like the, the misspelling of the B is, is, is something you can go after, but like, I mean, it's pretty apparent, you know, like it, it you can't miss it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a B folks. It is a B. And like knitting, a takes, hard a long, B. knitting takes a long time. So it's not like you made that mistake quickly. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I've been doing a B this whole time. You can't post it. <laughs> yeah.
Especially if this is going to be your skull approach. I like that. I am down with the skull face. I like that. I think that's great. I, it looks what? like uh, Jack from uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> exactly. Nightmare. Keyword nightmare. <laughs> I like it. I like it. The, the, if, it the, if the B was fixed to a P, then I would be all about it. <laughs> All right, so, great show on this Wednesday. Hey, guess what tomorrow is? It is Titans Thursday. No, it's game day. <laughs> That's right, so game day. So Buck is flying to Baltimore today. A to Z Sports Primetime will be live from Baltimore tonight. And then A to Z Sports Primetime will be in the afternoon around 2 p.m. Central Time on Thursday. Buck will get you guys ready uh, for uh, the game tomorrow night against the Ravens and the Titans to start the preseason opener. But don't forget, you got to check out our YouTube coverage as well uh, because Buck will be able uh, – is Buck going in the locker room after the game? I feel like we can do that now. With COVID, no COVID protocols means post-game locker room should be open. So, hey, maybe we'll have some post-game locker room content on our YouTube channel. So check that out later on, and we'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Appreciate it as always. Adios.